Welcome, welcome, welcome to the E-Lane Podcast. I am your host, the one and the only Amisha. And so to start us off today, I wanted to bring up this topic. If you don't have nothing nice to say, just don't say it at all. And what happened was, so we're going to call him uh, Point Guard. That's going to be his name. His name is going to be Point Guard. So Point Guard had texted me out the blue, haven't heard from him in a little bit of time. So it was a little weird, a little awkward, and it wasn't text messages. He has my number, but he decides to slide in my DMs and say something slick. And I was just like, the fuck? <laughs> I was just so freaking confused as why he thought it was okay to just slide in my DMs like he hasn't been talking to me for the past couple of months. And I honestly stopped talking to him. And I really didn't care because the last time I saw him, he just left a really, really bad taste in my mouth. And I just was not feeling him after that so when I read the text message it, it was real something simple but I was just like I'm not even finna feed into this I'm not even finna to give him the satisfaction I literally read it and kept it pushing because if I would have replied then that would have turned into something else and I'm just over it at this point. I mean, maybe later on in life, once he's finished doing whatever he's doing and once he figure out what he really wants, maybe. Um, but as far as right now, I just don't feel like we want the same things. And I just feel as if for right now, he's just not the person that I need in my life right now. And I don't know if it's because of his I just feel like he's just in a different place in his life right now. So he's not trying to treat me the way that I want to be treated. And I'm not going to sit around here and wait for him to decide when he's ready. So I'm going to go on, do my thing. And, you know, maybe in a couple of years we might bump into each other and I might be open to allowing him in my life again but as of right now I'm just like I don't have nothing to say to you because the last time I seen him it's just it's just put a real real bad taste in my mouth and I just that was like the last straw a few times before then should have been the last time but for sure that was the moment when I was just like nah bro I'm good I'm good on that. So, and that doesn't even have to go as far as talking about like situations or relationships. If you just don't have nothing nice to say, nobody, period, just don't say it. Like, as far as with your friends and stuff like that, if it's none of your business, I feel like when your friends come and talk to you, I feel like when your friends come and they talk to you about something, sometimes they just need a listening ear. They don't need you to put your judgmental ass two cents into whatever it is. They just need someone to let it out on. And I feel like if whatever you have to say in that moment is not necessarily a positive thing, then I would just say hold on to that and wait until... Um, that other person brings up that situation again 
And then when they're more, you know, open to listening to constructive criticism, then they will hear it better. But if it's like right there in the middle of the moment and you just going to be very negative, it's going to hurt them even more because now they don't feel like they can come to you anymore because you're going to judge them and going to, you know, say X, Y, and Z and they not at that moment they weren't really looking for that they just needed a listening ear so watch out for those moments when you don't really have nothing nice to say i would say same thing on social media like for me what i've been working on is stop you know when i'm in my emotion emotions when i'm in my emotions when i'm in my emotion when i'm in my feelings and i have something blah, 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 blah. look at me when I'm in my feelings and I have something to say, I notice that once upon a time, sometimes still, I would like say something and post it and I'm working on not doing that. And instead, if I feel like I have something to say, write it down in like my journal because I don't have to tell social media everything and I could still get those feelings out and get everything that I wanted to say out but don't put it on social media because I'm just working on making sure that I put out what I want other people to know about me. And I just don't want to be so personal anymore. Not saying I don't want to be personal, but I just want to control and really monitor the things that I share on my social media page and things like that when I'm like hot and all of these feelings are just flowing through. I need to watch what I say because I be about to say some stuff. And then, like, as far as y'all commenting up under people's pictures and stuff like that, if you don't like the person, if you don't agree with something that they said, instead of bringing them down or starting some mess with them, unfollow them. It's just that simple. Unfollow them, mute them, block them. Do whatever you got to do. Just don't be in people's comments just being negative for no reason don't nobody want to wake up in the morning after they don't posted something and you feel like your little two cents matters because honestly let's keep it a buck these people don't really care about y'all and y'all sitting here taking time taking time out of your day to be negative towards somebody who don't even know your name don't even know what you look like never met you and I just find it weird that people like to comment, regardless if you know the person personally or not. Why do you take the time out to say something negative? I feel like we need to just learn how to. If you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. Okay, so the next topic for today I need to tell y'all about Sally Mae. If you had to take out student loans through Sally Mae, then you probably understand my struggle. So first of all, Sally Mae got me all the way bent. They increased my monthly payment because I just recently graduated, right? And I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. Y'all, I'm paying more than double than what I was paying at first while I was in school. And so when I noticed the change in my little bill statement or whatever, I called them just to see what's up because I forgot that they had said that 
after you graduate is going to the price is going to change and all this other stuff and so i called just to see what was up see if i can get the price to go back down to what it was because honestly y'all i really don't feel like i should have to pay my student loans back i feel like they need to forgive me for all my student loans because for one i graduated with an amazing gpa um i was a hope and Pell grant recipient so why the fuck do i gotta pay child and these are loans that i took out my freshman year in college so yeah but anywho back to what i was saying so i called them and when i was just talking to him the representative had the nerve and i felt like i was disrespected on a whole nother level and i don't feel like he intentionally meant to sound rude or intentionally meant to hurt my feelings or anything but it really made me feel some type of way because this man was like did you really graduate or did you just stop going to school and i was just like yes i graduated and he was like oh, okay so when did you graduate and i told him may 6th and he was like okay 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 and i was just like bruh you could have just asked me what day was graduation instead of asking me did i actually graduate i don't feel like people who didn't graduate goes around telling people that they graduated from college they just would say i no longer attend this university anymore or something like that they wouldn't say i'm a graduate i just felt like that was so lame and so disrespectful because no i'm a graduate and i earned it so don't don't try people like that that's so rude that is so freaking rude so yeah i'm just over sally may and everything because i just i just feel like if biden is you know pushing back the federal student loans the private student loans need to be pushed back as well i don't understand why y'all not helping students out and this is another point that i wanted to make and i'm glad i thought about this i don't know why they feel like every single graduate walks out of graduation with a job offer already ready for them already making x amount of dollars a year as soon as they finish graduation every student story is not like that so i don't feel like it's fair for you guys to charge recent graduates this extended amount per month to pay back their student loans when they don't even make a month enough money on every week at their regular job to pay their own bills outside of that on top of that and then just living life period i just feel like y'all don't care it's all about the money and i'll talk more about this later because i'm very passionate about it and i just feel like I have a lot to say about how students are not really treated well in four-year colleges or two-year college. I just feel like I just feel like they don't really assist the people who really need the assistance. So I'm just gonna leave it at that. And um, so I just wanted to continue to talk about school because I got a lot to get off my chest because it was a lot that I didn't want to say publicly um at that time but now i feel like after graduation i have created a platform for myself to where i can be able to speak my truth and i'm not trying to be nasty or bash any 
a university or institution or whatever like that, but I just feel like it's a lot of things that we need to work on moving forward for the next generation coming. I have so many ideas and so much insight that I feel like I can contribute to making um, the college experience a little bit better. So graduation has came and now I'm entering into this next phase of my life. And I was talking to another recent graduate um, shout out to you, girl. And she was telling me about this thing called post-grad depression, or I think it's another term for it, but it's basically post-grad depression. And I was just telling her how I felt because a lot of people kept saying, like, how does it feel to be a graduate? And, like, to me, it just feels like another day. It just feels like another week, another month. I just don't have to attend class. And it's like I constantly feel like I'm not doing something. I constantly feel like it's something that I need to be doing. I feel when I'm relaxed, I feel like why am I relaxing? I need to find something to do. I need to be productive. And she was just saying that's basically what it is. Like college, after you graduate from college, it's kind of like you feel the pressure to be at this certain point or whatever. And I am truly feeling that. I feel like I don't feel like I'm not doing anything because I definitely have been putting in the work, but I just feel like I'm not doing enough. And when I am taking time for myself, I feel bad and I'm just like, I need to get up and I need to do something. So if you're experiencing post-grad depression, I feel your pain. I'm here with you and um, we're going to get through this next phase of our life and continue to move forward and eventually feel better and not be in this funk because I just been in a really really bad funk and I've been trying to get myself out of it that's why you know I got up today and I was like Misha you know what you want to do you know where you want to go so I need to get up and get it done so that's what I've been doing that's what I've been doing for about a couple weeks now and I'm just so excited and I got some new equipment so I'm going to be recording more and doing more things so y'all just continue on and help me through this little post-grad depression and I done cried a lot too within the last couple of weeks since graduation it's just my emotions have been all over the freaking place subscribe to the podcast on apple podcast Follow us on Spotify. Make sure you search Emisha, E-M-M-E-I-S-H-A, and the Elaine podcast will come up. Also, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give us five stars and leave a review. Let's talk about it. Open communication about sexuality in households. I feel as if We need to be more open to discussing sexuality and sex in the household. Me personally, I didn't really learn about sex except for don't do it or you're going to get in trouble. Um, Or, you know, you need to wait till you're married and God don't like that and God's not going to bless you and all this other stuff that I was taught just basically the sex talk was don't do it and as far as being open to you know being sexual with the same sex 
that's definitely was a no-no in my household. And although it's now being more accepted, I would say in my household, it's still that type of pressure where it's like a man and a woman. It's not woman, woman, man, and man. They still don't play that, but I feel like my parents are allowing me and my siblings to explore and for ourselves and figure out what we like for ourselves but we just don't necessarily talk about it but I feel like you should be able to come to your parents and discuss with your parents how you are feeling what it is that you're going through mentally spiritually emotionally if you're having certain type of feelings regardless regardless if it's to the same sex or not I feel like you should be able to express those feelings and yeah, so for me, I feel like we definitely need to create more open environments for children to be able to express themselves and to be honest. Because I feel like when people when people feel like they can't be themselves, then they try to create this certain type of persona. And they start to make people believe that they are this way when really deep down inside they are another and i just want everybody to be able to be free in their own homes i feel like it is if it feels terrible to be able to wake up in your own house and you feel like you can't be yourself and you gotta hide from how you really feel and for and hide from who you really are so if you're listening and you haven't had the chance to have the conversation with your parents, just talk to them and just pull them to the side and say, hey, I want to have a discussion about sex and sexuality and just see what they say. If they're not open to it, don't push them. And I suggest that you reach out to a therapist and get your therapist, um, get a therapist that you can talk to and that you feel comfortable with because I don't want you to bottle those emotions up and then later on in life be having to deal with all of that at once. So I'm just going to leave that at that and we're going to talk about something else. So I wanted to talk about I'm in the process of, you know, applying to new places and trying to land positions in the entertainment industry. And I just thought about this like. Uh, someone had came up to me and they was just like, have you thought about doing internships? And I was just like, sure, as long as I get paid. And then they was like, well, sometimes some internships, they're not going to pay you. And it's about the experience. And I hear you. And I'm definitely open to accepting some non-paid internships, but I'm not fin to um, dedicate my time to be fully on board to a non-paid internship if it's gonna be something that's non-paid I'll probably do like be on set or something for a day or two but I'm not finna commit to like a whole season and I'm not getting paid like that's dumb because to me the way I view it you can't pay bills with experience you can't call Sally Mae and be like hey um I was just on set yesterday for 16 hours can y'all put that towards my loan no, they, they don't play like that. So I don't play like that. If 
I am going to be somewhere and I'm going to be giving 100% of my ability and my skill set and my talent, I feel like I should be getting compensated for it. Now, I do understand that this is this is the period of my life where this is my entry level of my career. So I'm not expecting thousand of dollars. I'm not expecting the most. However, I do understand the game and I'm telling you my professors have told me um the way to go and I don't have to accept less for myself so when everybody keeps talking about oh um you just need to do stuff for the experience no I don't because I could have experience and be getting paid at the same time okay so that's just my opinion visit www.theelainebrand.com Shop our store. We have bundles, wigs, and lashes. If you need to contact customer service, please email shop at theelanebrand.com. We will be having a blowout sale very, very soon. So please, please, please go ahead and subscribe to the website because the store will be going down pretty soon and it will only be the podcast on the website for right now so if you want to get your bundles wigs and lashes go ahead and put your order in and sit tight for those blowout coupons okay make sure you follow us at the elaine brand on instagram as well okay emisha eats so I went out to a nice little outing with my friends and we went to Papados and I haven't been to Papados in a very, very long time. So it was just nice. And I've tried the uh, seafood platter for the first time and it was so freaking good. That stuffed crab and that stuffed shrimp, amazing. I need that in my life again. Papados, they have a few locations in Atlanta. So just look it up, Papados, you can find it. Um, they're always pretty packed so if you're coming here or if you already live here then you already know but if you don't they're pretty packed so either call in advance or make sure that you come early to give yourself about a 45 minutes to an hour wait I'm just letting you know and that's on a regular day when there's not really a lot going on so make sure you call in and get your reservation or make sure you're there an hour and 45 minutes before you want to be seated okay um a trip down memory lane so this is a good one that i really dug down deep to think about for today so y'all my mom went in my trash and found a plan b box and when she came to me and was like so you had to take a plan b and i was just like yeah and she was like so you tried to hide it and i was like no i wasn't trying to hide it i just took it and threw it away in the trash it what is there to hide i feel like i'm old enough to where i can make the decisions or not whether or not i need to go take a plan b and I don't think I have to tell my mom if I need to take a plan B. And I feel like plan Bs are freaking amazing. I'm so thankful for them because there were a few times in my lifetime where, you know, I didn't make the best decision in, at that moment and uh, I needed it. And this is what I don't like. I'm glad I thought about this as well. I don't like how dudes... <laughs> 
don't want to help you pay for the plan B. First of all, fuck help. Why he don't pay for it? It's only $49.99 with the coupon, I think. So it's like, you can't help a girl out and get her a plan B? That's so not big dick energy. I just want to let all the little lame little niggas that let me pay for the plan B by myself, you are... <laughs> you lame, bruh. You lame. You can't spend that forty nine ninety nine, but... Okay, cool. I'll let y'all have it. But yeah, so my mom, she had found the box for the plan B. And she didn't really have a big issue about it. I guess she just felt like I was hiding something from her. But I wasn't hiding it. I just didn't know that that was something that I had to come and tell her. I'm just, I would think she would be happy that I handled my business, you know? And I was on plan B at the time I mean not plan B I was on birth control at the time But I still took the plan B just in case Because I didn't even want No chances whatsoever None Okay So If you want to call into the show You will be able to do so But you have to wait Until I drop on my Instagram Every time i'm going to allow you guys to call into the show you have to pay attention to my ig story okay because that's when i'm going to drop call in and those are the only times that you're going to be able to call in when i drop it on ig other than that i'm going to shut the phone lines off and you can't call me if you don't want to call me then you can email me the elaine brand at gmail.com and make sure you put email and misha in the subject line so that I can know that it is an advice letter for the show. And so you won't get like mixed in with like the other um, emails and stuff. So yes, and when you call up here, make sure that you promote your business, shout out your friend or family member or ask for advice. Okay, Amisha's playlist for today includes Sweetie Fast Motion, Okay, we got Bella Porsche, Build a Bitch. And we got her, Come Through, Futuring Chris Brown. I can't believe I messed up his name. Her, Come Through, Futuring, Futuring, Featuring. <laughs> her, Come Through. I can't talk today. Let me drink me something. Oh, it looks like I'm getting a notification again. Her Come Through featuring Chris Brown. Okay. Ask Misha. So, I want to make the record straight here. When people ask me, who am I? Who are you? I want you to think about that question. Are you asking me, who am I? Or what do I do for a living? Because who I am and what I do is two different things. And... As far as who I am, I am a child of God. I am just me in itself, nothing more, nothing less. I had read a book that I talked about a long time ago when I was just doing the, um, what, what, what did I call it? It was like a pre, oops, it was like a pre to the podcast. Just, you know, like a little snippet just to see if people was listening and in tune with me or whatever. And so during that time, I think I talked about that book or whatever. And I am who I am. I don't like, it's not really 
a thing or that I can say. But what I can say is what I, and it's a difference between who I am and what I do. And I am a producer director. Okay. That's what I, I am a host. Okay. That's what I do. I produce, direct, host. I could be an editor if you need me to. I'm an author. My book, stay tuned for that. But, yeah, so it's like when you ask me who am I, and I just pray that once it's, you know, like once this podcast started to pick up and everything and I started to do more things, I just, I don't want that moment for somebody to be like, who the fuck she thinks she is or who the fuck is that, like, who knows her? Who is her? Let me tell you who her is. Her name is Emisha. And I don't want y'all to disrespect me by calling me a Instagram baddie, a social media influencer, or a YouTuber. Because I am not a Instagram baddie, a social media influencer, or a YouTuber. And let me tell you why. You wouldn't call Tyler Perry or Issa Rae a YouTuber. Would you? No, you wouldn't. You would call them producer, director, screenwriters, all those good things, right? They use YouTube as a medium to get their content to their audience, but you wouldn't label them as just a YouTuber. So don't label me as just a YouTuber. Now, when I first started uploading videos on YouTube, you could call me a YouTuber because I was doing YouTuber shit. And you could probably label me as a social media influencer because I was doing social media influencer shit. But now I have changed and evolved my brand and I'm not just a YouTuber. I am a producer director that uses YouTube as a medium for her content. And it's a difference to me. It really is. Like, I used to do the vlogs and the makeup tutorials and the hair tutorials. I don't do that anymore. I produce a podcast for you guys. So, it's it's a little different to me. You could debate me and say that I'm wrong, but it is what it is. I just want y'all to know, y'all wouldn't call Tyler Perry or Issa Rae a YouTuber. So, I just want y'all to think about that before y'all try to come at me and try to bring me down and tell me that I'm just, you know, and if that's what you call yourself, that's cool. If that's what you want to be, that's fine. It's nothing wrong with being a social media influencer or being an Instagram baddie or YouTuber. That's just not me. When you ask me, who am I? What do I do? I'm not that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Stay in your lane. Let's wrap this up. All right, take accountability for your actions and learn from them. This is something that I have been doing and I something had happened that I really wasn't pleased with by my actions and I wasn't going to allow the fact that I had been drinking to be an excuse for why I did what I did and the fact that, you know, I was smoking or whatever to justify what I did. 
um, to be an excuse, but because I'm grown and I make my own decisions and I knew what I was doing in the moment. And it wasn't until after the fact that I felt really, really bad about what I did. And I started crying and I just couldn't. The reason why it hurt me the most, I would say, is because me, when I realized my mistake, I tried to fix it and tried to go to that person that I felt like I hurt and let them know that those were not my true intentions to make them feel any type of way. And the fact that I don't really have the access to this person to really have that conversation with them face to face to let them know that how I feel and how I didn't want to make them feel any type of way so i just want to say take accountability for your actions and learn from them and move forward so that's all i have to say today thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the elaine podcast like i said at the beginning i'm your host the one and the only amisha and i will see you guys in the next podcast I look good. Make sure I sound good. But I think I look pretty decent. Okay. So let's get to the program. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the E. Lane podcast. Oh, let me start over because I was over here talking with my hands. I got that mic.